This is The Switch, finding solutions to support sustainable living and combat climate change at the individual level. Brought to you by the Fur Bearers. I'm Mike Howie, and I'm here with Aaron Hoffman, Director of Advocacy and Policy at the Fur Bears. How are you doing, Aaron? I'm good. Thanks for having me on the show. Of course. And we're going to talk about bear door hangers and coexistence strategies and how they can help. And probably the best way to do this is to just ask, what are bear door hangers and why are they helpful for wildlife? Bear door hangers are hangers that we distribute to anyone that asks, uh, to community members that they can take and distribute around their neighborhoods or their cities where there have been sightings of say bears or even coyotes or cougars. Uh, we have door hangers for each of those animals. Um, it just alerts the residents that there's uh, an animal in the area and it also includes steps that they can take to uh, prevent that animal from coming in to the neighborhood. So it has information about uh, securing or removing attractants, um, uh, things like that. Uh, and it's a good way to just increase awareness about these issues in communities as well. Absolutely. And that's, I, I think, what is hard to remember when we're sort of in this is to us, it seems so obvious, this messaging about bears and attractants and reducing negative encounters through taking these simple steps. But unless someone knocks on your door and gives you the information or literally leaves it at your door, you may never, ever see it, even if you live in the heart of bear country, just because of the way information is distributed through the Internet these days. Uh, and it seems like we've had a really positive response in the last couple of months, just at the beginning of summer. Uh, could you tell us a bit about what kind of requests we've gotten and how many we've sent out? Yeah, it's been actually great. So uh, in the beginning, since the beginning of the summer, I think we've gotten close to, we sent out close to a thousand uh, door hangers across BC mostly, but we've had requests from Ontario as well. And then we've even had a request from, I believe it was Nevada um to ask for mm -hmm. some door hangers as well uh so quite a few have been sent out to communities uh you know uh, across bc mostly um and we can see that uh, the people who do request it sometimes they express some frustrations about you know are there other community members that maybe they're not doing enough and it's such a simple uh, intervention that they can just go around the neighborhood attach it to the door and just to exactly just to you know have a little bit of education for people that might not know that you know leaving attractants out is actually you know a problematic for wildlife yeah and also in some communities and we're seeing more and more of it uh bylaws as well as provincial orders leaving out attractants uh, so leaving out your trash and things like that can be against the law and result in some significant fines because of the scope of problems that that simple action of allowing wildlife to access waste creates. Um, but it goes beyond just those types of attractants. And I think that's, you know, the garbage is the one we all think of. There's also a lot of other ones that are listed on there. And that's what I've always liked about the door hangers is it's remember to check your barbecue grease trap. If you have, I mean, just for me with my veggie burgers on the barbecue, you cook three times and that little tin foil thing has a lot of dripped fat and oil in it. And for a bear, that's a high calorie dinner bell. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and another big one too is fruit trees. So we have a lot of uh, supporters mm -hmm. in uh, fruit country. So uh, in the interior of BC, mainly a lot of peach trees, uh, cherry trees, things like that. And of course, bears are omnivores. So 
they are attracted to this fruit. And um, I think some people may not make that association that, you know, a fruit tree is an actually attractant. So it's really important to pick fruits when they're ripe. Uh, and it, as soon as they hit the ground, uh, to pick them up and clean them off the ground just to prevent bears from coming in. Uh, so we've gotten a, uh, a few requests, I think, from the interior as well for the door hangers. And it's really good to educate people about fruit trees. I actually think that some bylaws that I've been reading over the past couple of weeks also include mention about fruit trees, or at least they have education for their uh, residents about the importance of cleaning their fruit. So it's really important uh, that, yeah, we look at all these different ways that uh, attractants uh, bring in wildlife to cities. So yeah, barbecue, fruit trees, and just waste in general. It's always interesting to me, too, when people don't realize one of these things could be the culprit or even that, you know, their bird feeder, which is another one that we talk about what feels like several times a day. Uh, so it's very familiar to us and very familiar to a lot of listeners. But that's one that folks just don't understand. And I had a neighbor, in fact, sort of mentioning that there was raccoons in the yard and whether or not he had to do something about that. And I was able to explain, well, nope, they're going to be there and that's okay. But by the way, that bird seed you put out around the other side of the house, it's attracting raccoons, it's attracting possums. And in this neighborhood, if we have them, that will also attract coyotes. And if you have bears, everyone I know who works directly in bear advocacy or in trying to reduce conflict and negative encounters, bird feeders are just absolutely one that have to be addressed, uh, particularly during spring, summer, and fall. Mm -hmm. And again, sometimes it just takes that little reminder that, hey, right now this might be an issue. So if you spend five minutes tidying this up or moving that away or, or dealing with your trash in a different way, you can reduce the need for agency calls. You can reduce the possibility of negative encounters for both people and the animals. Uh, and if people want to get these, they want to learn more about these and other coexistence stuff, how can they go about doing that? Yeah, sure. So they can, of course, go to our website, uh, furbears.com. Uh, and so we have everything there uh, people need about coexistence. Uh, we have information about the door hangers specifically. Uh, but if people do want to request door hangers to distribute in their community, um, they can just send us an email at info at furbears.com. Uh, just leave us your address so we can mail them out to you, how many you want, and uh, what kind of animals. So we have three, bears, cougars, and coyotes. But bears are absolutely the most popular, especially right now in BC. I'd also remind folks, too, that municipalities are welcome to contact us for these if they need some or if they want just a design template that they can use. We're happy to provide that as well. Go to thefurbears.com, learn more about the bear door hangers and learn more about some of the other programs we have about coexistence because there's a lot of great information there. Uh, Aaron, thank you so much for joining us today. No problem. Thanks uh, for chatting with me about this. Want to learn more about this week's episode and how your choices can benefit wildlife and their habitat? View the show notes in your app or visit DefenderRadio.com. To learn more about the fur bearers, visit TheFurBearers.com or find them on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Follow host Michael Howie on social media with at HowieMichael on Instagram or Defender Radio Podcast on Facebook. Subscribe or follow Defender Radio to get notified about new episodes of The Switch and Defender Radio right on your smart device. Thanks for listening.